Hey guys, I'm Katie Jones. And I'm Monique Jones. And you're listening to the Accomplish Your Podcast, where sisters discuss endless topics ranging from how to accomplish and master your fitness to having the most meaningful relationships all the way to small and big world events. We bring on special guests that have accomplished big and small and that we know would add value to you. Our mission is for our listeners to always end each episode with a laugh or something learned. This is not the podcast for you if you have a hard time accepting other people's opinions and if you're sensitive and your panties get twisted easily. Then mosey on out of here to the Sensitive Sally's podcast to the left. So if you're ready, buckle up. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Accomplisher podcast. Do we have... Katie, that's me, <laughs> and Monique, we are back. It's been a long time. I know. We've been giving teasers, and I right. know we actually have had some people a little disappointed that we didn't drop this one last week. I was disappointed, but things happen, you know. We have, I've been pumped. Oh, me too. We have a super special guest with us. Woo-woo! Code Code name, Nikki. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Yeah. <laughs> Darn it, if we had our setup, I know. <laughs> They have all the buttons. Oh, yeah. For the noises. That's the other reason we've been on a pause, guys. We're working out kinks on how to be a little more professional. We invested in some podcasting stuff, but it only came. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, only came with one mic. We just can't do that. No. We need need multiple, so we're waiting on it. So, anyways, though, Nikki is here with us. This is so special. I'm so excited um, because I know this is a really, uh, almost like a hot topic to talk about, is sex work. And I think it's so important because there's so many stigmas around it. There's so many things that people that haven't worked in the industry don't know. I had somebody ask, like, what is a sex worker? So we're going to get into all of that. Thank you so much for being here with us, Nikki. Um, and just to reiterate before we get going, judgment-free zone. Um, so, you know, there's zero judgment around sex workers. There's zero judgment around these questions that people sent in to ask. Um, I think there's nothing better than getting educated on something that especially considering there's sex trafficking which is different than sex work Correct. so there's yeah. so many things to be educated on this so let's do it i'm so excited uh, thank you so I'm much for being here with us thanks for inviting me on i'm excited so i think when we talk about sex work a lot of yes there's a lot of stigmas but i also think there's a huge like fascination fascination because mm-hmm. i'm guilty I am so fascinated by oh. um, sex If work. you're not a little fascinated by, like, the, that realm, you're you're probably lying. And I feel like if maybe if you are, maybe you're suppressing it a little bit and, sure. like, letting it out in maybe some sort of negative way. Yeah. Yeah. Like I did when I was in high school. Mm. Yeah. So not even that there's, like, stigmas. is like I think a lot of people might be in denial about how fascinated they are. Right. Because they might think it's weird to be fascinated, but I'm not. Afraid to say, like, I'm so excited because especially I have now. so many thoughts and questions about it all. Yeah, yeah especially it's a now. It's taboo. Oh, nowadays. for sure. Now yeah. that, like, OnlyFans is such a huge thing and things that like that. That is sex work, to be honest. Yes, OnlyFans yes. is considered sex work. So I think when people first think about sex work, they're thinking just prostitution. So um, we'll get into all the types of sex work later. But before we even get into stigma, maybe, do you mind just giving, like, your background, like, a brief overview of, like, what kinds of sex work have you done? So then we can kind of dive into all of these. Um, I mean, I've done a few different kinds of sex work. Yeah. I've done, like, the sugaring, and I've That's done That's what money really loves to hear about. I know, <laughs> I know. We, I know, talk, I we know, touched on that before the podcast. And I was like, oh, yeah. she's 
<laughs> so I did a little bit of sugaring, and then um, I danced for several years, and then I've done, like, the online OnlyFans yes. kind of thing on and off as, like, a backup kind of income yeah. thing, because it's it's something like if you want if you want to make really good money on that it has to be like you have to be full time Mm. and you have to really put all that work in and like all these girls make all the money because like they deserve it right they're working for it they're working super Mm -hmm. hard for it and like what you put in only fans is like really what you're gonna that's what i've heard yeah yeah it takes a lot of time replying to people oh okay actually putting into attention can we talk about that for a second only fans stuff because that's so big so so the people that really make money on it you're putting tons of time into it you're putting so much time into it yeah because you're thinking because you have to think about you know props uh filming editing recording you know like and then it goes beyond like it goes beyond that they have to go talking to people and right you're talking to people you're replying to people you're keeping up communication you're keeping up relationships with people on top of like maintaining yourself too like it goes beyond anything you have to like make sure you're you're looking cute make sure your hair is done make sure you're doing up your makeup you know Mm -hmm. and I mean there's obviously the more natural kinds of girls who do things and like I've obviously got a little bit more natural in my days as well and like it's never affected my money but the girls that put the most when you talk about natural you're talking about like waxing no i'm talking like more like no makeup like short nails like you know like maybe maybe you got like a little landing strip or a bush going on but like nothing too crazy (laughs) but like there's still there's still definitely girls that i've like worked with that just don't shave or like you know are just very very genuinely natural women i feel like yeah there's don't make money everything yeah, like it's oh, one for everything. There's there's definitely a niche for like everything. Yeah, for sure. No, mm-hmm. love the word niche. By the way, yeah. love it. She, Do you say just niche or niche? I've never niche even sounds heard way better. Niche. niche. However you said it, sounds way. My better. My mom was like, <laughs> "Can I cuss on niche?" Sounds like it is. Yeah. Okay, so my mom. <laughs> no. <laughs> We do not cut. I was like, hey, mom, how do you say the word, like, I said it. I was like, is it niche or niche? She goes, it's niche, like, bitch. And I was like, oh, okay. And, like, I look it up, and I ask a couple more people, and I look at her, and she thought it was so funny that I said niche. I'm like, it's both. I think it's both. sounds French. I think yeah, niche is like, have, It's like Target versus Target. Yes. Katie, no says Target. Yes, no, you can't. I say niche yeah. and I say Target. Do you want me to leave? <laughs> Stop. Okay, no, that's so interesting. I didn't ever think of OnlyFans as com- keeping up communication with other oh, people. Oh, absolutely. I yeah. thought about it as, like, pictures. And I, in my head, I was like, it has to run on it sometimes. You can only show your, like, badge and boobs so many times. But then <laughs> you're you have absolutely to get so creative. Right. Like, you're you right. know, you have to think of, you know, what's something that I can put out that's going to catch somebody's attention, you know? Okay. Like, where's... Where can I get like this new outfit to, mm-hmm. you know, you know? Yeah, there's, there's so there's many so things and like, yeah, it's okay. Like, your, your entire personality I'm, and like your style. You have to you you're really like putting everything into this. I think the reason why I know that was because I follow multiple porn stars mm-hmm. on Instagram that fascinate me, and I just I love, love porn stars. I yeah, I love their personality. Some of them are moms. Like I just yeah. I love their some of them and are they married talk about it. and like yeah. yeah, and some of them talk about it. And so I'm that's how so I know. excited to get into like other thoughts on this kind of work. Too. Like, I'm really excited because I think sometimes people are going to listen they'll be like, what the? Like, are, are all of them just super about, like, all this? I'm excited <laughs> to hear about, like, effects it has and, like, other things that have to do with this, too. Right. Yeah. Other so than just, pumped. like, looking at what a stripper yes. or, yes. like, sex worker like, or, like... Absolutely. Yeah. I'm so pumped. Because I, I... And to, me, to be honest with you, I grew up in a really, really religious home. 
So I have I too. I don't have like there's no part of me that like is like judgy about it. I just have like mm-hmm. mixed emotions and feelings about it. Like, oh, is it like is it like uh what's the word? Is it um oh, I'm pulling a like a blank here. What's another word for like devaluing like your future relationships? Is it you know what I, we can get into that later. It's just a thought oh, that always word. comes up. Yeah. I know. I was like, what is it? Devalue doesn't really suit what I'm trying to say, but we'll get into it later. So anyway, so only fans, whatever negatively affects. That's a good yes, way to just put yes, it. Yeah, yeah, I'm so excited. Um, so okay, let's yeah, see OnlyFans is a big one right now. OnlyFans, and then you also I cut you off with your story. I'm so sorry. What story. You're you're giving what? your background. Uh, <laughs> so you've done dancing. You've oh, dabbled yeah. in the sugar babies. Dabbled in the sugaring and the, sugar, the like the like feet pics. Love it. Dabbled in the feet pics, and that was a really <gasps> funny journey. We talked about feet pics. Thought about doing that yesterday. Yeah, we were like, let's do it, girl. <laughs> I'm like, why not? Just sell your underwear. <laughs> That's like another your actual one. Underwear? Yeah. Like, there's pictures of your underwear. Yeah, like you ship them off, and I don't know what people do with them, but. Uh, hey, stop. This is too easy for me. It's hurting me. See, the thing is, everyone thinks this is easy, but, like, how many underwear are you pushing out in a week? Right. You gotta wear all these underwear, yeah. too. Do They'll you really? Yes! They'll sniff them. See, like, it's not just everything. Okay, yes, it's, like, the easiest money in the world, yeah. but at the same time, like, you really have to think about what you're compromising. Mm. I cannot wait. For all of this money. Right. And, like, all of this positive attention. Yes. And, like, yeah. It gets exhausting, huh? Yeah, for sure. Tell, I can't tell even Tell us imagine. about each experience and why you left each one. Okay. I'm just yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, there's, like, okay, so let's just, let's just, like, go into, like, types of sex work. Yeah. And, like, go down. So, we obviously, you know, you have your stripper, your dancers. Yes. You have your actual sex workers who are full service, you know. Uh, just like rent by the girls. You have your bikini girls, your baristas, your porn. That's yep. considered sex work. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. Set. Okay, yes. Yeah. Sex work. Not know that. It's such bikini. a broad term. Yeah. To give us what your definition of sex work is. My definition of sex work is any person who sells a sexual fantasy. Yeah. By any means. Yes. That's great. And, yes, I love it, that. and by no means is it safe to assume just because a sex worker does one thing, she does another type of sex yeah, work. Or yeah. because she does this, she doesn't do this. Right. Or yeah. any of that. So, I mean, like, I feel like sex work is really just the broadest term yeah. that you can safely use. Would love you that. say there's, like, a hierarchy within sex work to where it's like, oh, I've done that, but I would never do that? <gasps> yeah. Like, there's kind of, like, some shame and judgment around, Absolutely. like, certain things. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's always kind of sad. That's sad. Yeah. But it usually comes with the girls who are like, sorry, not not even just girls. Uh, anyway, no, you're good. Who um, is maybe kind of in that bitter place where they're like, okay, I see the money that you're making there, but I'm totally fine with the money that I'm making now. But yeah. like, I have to tell you that I would never do what you're doing because right. I'm content with where I am. And it's just like one of those things that becomes one of those like suppression things yeah. where... You're just blurting out stupid shit because yeah. it's really to make it. them feel better. Or like you don't have it, or you've never done it. Yeah, right. and I think kind of kills their curiosity a little bit by sure. just like shutting it down. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I also think with like prostitution, which is what a lot of people think of when they think mm-hmm. of, they also mm-hmm. picture it being drug related. Like, oh, yeah, she's selling sure. selling pussy for you know some coke or whatever right. it is, like, and that goes along with like the stigmas, right? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of those stigmas, they're 
they're so situational. Yeah. Because, like, yes, while some stigmas are true, there's stigmas in everything that are true, right? Mm. You know, like, you have your strippers who are just drugged out, running the street, like, yeah. they've got their pimps, you know, whatever. They're not mm-hmm. taking, care, taking care of themselves, but at the same time, you have your college student who's paying her way through right. law school and is doing really well and suddenly yeah. has, like, this almost double life of, like, double success. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you just, you don't know. And, like, you know, you, there's, like you said, there's moms, wives, mm-hmm. like, any, you know, anyone. Yeah. There's family. These are yeah. people's families, regardless. A- absolutely. I've read That's multiple the articles. most important thing, I think, to, uh, like, out of everything to remember is, mm-hmm. like, these are daughters, these are sisters, these are mm-hmm. moms, these are, like, you know. These are, they yeah, all deserve brothers respect. and everything, yes. too, because, like, you know, there's male strip clubs, there's male True. escorts. There's, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, you know, there's escorting, there's, like you said, we talked about OnlyFans, and, yeah. like, that goes down to, like, a lot of different categories, too. I mean, like, then you start getting into, like, the kinks. That people are into, you know, like, the humiliation, domination, whatever, and it's just, yeah, there's this, it's crazy, like, there's so many different parts of sex work that make it what it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really fun to try and understand, but, like, I've been doing it for years now, and it's, like, I've been, I've been super lucky to be able to, like, really understand these different leafs. Yeah. You know. I have a weird, this might be a dumb question, but. No dumb question. What, what is considered swinging? Swinging? Because it, it is a fantasy, isn't it? Because in the real world, like. Like a it's, preference? For sure. Is it, a, is it sex work? Because um, that no. one person unless isn't there pay, 24/7. Unless you're paying for it. If you pay it. the third person. Um, so, you know, you have, like, your swingers clubs, and then you straight up just have, like, your sex clubs, and then you have, like, your kink sex clubs. Like, people go to the swingers clubs, or people I will go to a bar and find the other day heard about sex clubs. I really? didn't know that was There's a There's one in Portland that I almost accidentally I walked into, almost, Ac- and I was like, oh my god, oh my god, this wasn't the other day or anything. And they this actually like, have sex. Wait, they're ago. legit Don't clubs? Yeah. Or I thought it was somebody's house, and they just called it that. No. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. It's real. It's real. It's real. It was like this super blacked out building too, and I like didn't know where I was going, and I almost like walked in. The security guard was like, "You know what you're getting into?" I was like, "Um, I'm just looking for my friends," and he was like, "This is a sex club, baby." I was like, "I'm gonna go that way." Yeah. (laughs) Like no judgment to anybody, but that is not what I was trying to get myself into at that point. Yeah. Wasn't prepared for that one. No. My Um, mind is blown. Any other types of sex work that, like, because I think it's good to just kind of talk about what is sex work before we get into the rest of it. Right. So, I think you kind of covered most of mm-hmm. Right? I you think so. I mean, do you have any so. other questions? Um, about, like, definitely what lots is? of questions, but. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, I'm excited to hear about your sugaring experience. Oh, my goodness. Because <laughs> I'm, like, you know. <laughs> Because let me Okay. Sugar so... Full disclosure, yeah. I never did, like, the sugar daddy thing where I had multiple sugar daddies that I was sleeping with and going out with and, like, It doesn't even have to be sleeping with. No, 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 it's just sugaring with no sugar, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, I don't know. It was, I just, I just had a couple of relationships where it was, like, people wanting to just take care of me. Yeah. And it was actually a lot more genuine than a lot of people would think that mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. And, like, these become people that, like, genuinely care for you as a spouse or like as just someone that they like want to take care of and like your problems become their problems and they just I don't know like I've been given a lot of money I've had my rent paid Uh, yes yeah I have had one guy 
who was in, like, his early 40s. Mm-hmm. And I want to say that was, like, the youngest guy that I ever had who, like, ever sort of was, like, a sugar daddy mm-hmm. of any kind. Yeah. And uh, it actually took me a long time to realize that the relationship that we were in was totally a sugar relationship. And I was like, oh, that's why he spent all that money on How me and gave me all these guys. Mostly the club. Yeah. Okay. Um, one guy I just met, like, at a bar one night in Portland. I was just, you know, downtown hanging out with some girlfriends. There were a few guys running around. Nice cars. Yeah. Nice dress. Cool. Yeah. Finest drinks. And um, just kind of started talking to this person. And from there on, he was like, listen, I just want you to know that, like, I don't expect anything from you. But, like, I want to show you, like, what a woman's supposed to be treated like. And I was Why like, what do you novel? mean? I was like, um, you know me in Fifty Shades. I'm like, oh, oh my god, this is literally like a movie. <laughs> yeah, like I'm just no, it's, fascinated. It's, wow, it's interesting. And it when you say like Portland, I'm just like, why do you so think close. these men that are sugaring aren't in the dating world to find a wife, but they want to sugar? But they're obviously they're it wasn't sexual driven. They just wanted to take care. Why do you think they aren't, like, dating? Um, I've noticed that, like, a lot of it comes with just lack of life experience for the most part. And just, like, getting, like, lacking certain life experiences and, like, getting to date when they were younger because they spent their life working so hard and they never got to, like, have that fun and, like, date around with the cute young girls and Mm. things like that. And, uh, or, you know, just very lonely people and they just genuinely want company or that's what I was gonna you know like or they're just in some cases just very generous people and see you and see something in you and just want to take care of you and it's just it's but I mean at the same time there are those guys like I did have one trigger relationship like I said it was like a relationship right but it was later realized it was like non-communicated but we were like oh so like we definitely like had sex and everything so it was like Mm -hmm. a total legit like full relationship, on kind of yeah. Still... yeah yeah so it was totally like sure daddy everything but the other couple of experiences I had were very mellow yeah for the most part which yeah. is which you can pull along for a lot longer than you think you can wow. yeah especially if it starts to get to the point where they're like hey so we've been talking for a long time um you know, we we haven't really gotten intimate, and it's, you know, you pull the, well, you know, maybe I'm just not there yet. Yeah. Maybe you just, I need more time, because, you know, you, you do really matter to me, and, like, yeah. and, like, you can mean that, but you could also just be like, well, I just don't want to have sex with you right now. Right, yeah. Not yet. I still need time, you yeah. know, and you can pull it along a lot better, a lot harder wow. than you think you can. <laughs> but it's still, I think that's so... <clears throat> The thing, thing about that that hasn't made me cringe as much as other things is that, like, it's so consensual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, mm-hmm. did, you have, did you ever feel, like, pressured to keep it going to, and have to do the, like, the sexual Um, yeah, act? but yeah. I was definitely that person. I was, like, once the pressure came and I just really wasn't into it and it became too much yeah. from the partner right. it was just I was you know I cut it off yeah um and you obviously have to be careful about how you cut these things off and like you have to make sure that like these people don't know like your real full name they don't know your address mm-hmm. they don't know like your parents names and right. like you know you have to really be it's almost like living a double life huh yeah it, no it really is and like wow. especially when like say you're dating somebody and you have this and like regardless of if they're in the know about what you're doing or not like it's still entirely different lives like, wow. right now, like, you, like in this moment, you have to, like, kind of pretend like your partner doesn't exist. 
And it's, like, really weird. It's definitely, like, borderline cheating to a lot of people in relationships and not a lot of, like, relationships can really handle it, but... Yeah. I don't know if I could. Yeah. It'd be hard. Yeah, it'd be be so hard. Yeah. You have to be both on the same page about it, I would assume. That's so crazy. Like, exhausting to me. I feel like it'd be so tiring. And, like, like people assume it's, like, so easy. Yeah. Just all, like, oh, you just, you know, pat this guy on the back, say he looks nice today, and, you know, you get whatever. Right, and that goes on to, like, more stigmas about it. You know, like, people just think it's super easy. Like, strippers aren't, like, breaking their backs and, like, their fingernails off. Yeah. <laughs> every oh, every other day. Have you ever tried to swing like on a pole? It's hard work. It's oh, you need some strength. Yes. Girl, the first time I swung her on a pole, I did not know they spun, and I they like spin? full. Yes, I full jumped in, and I was like, "Woo!" Oh my gosh. Oh. That makes so much sense yeah. to me now that I'm like picturing yeah, we don't it in just, my like, head. Butter ourselves around. I freaking wondered because. Well, you can't butter the pole because we'll just go. Bloop. Yeah. Yeah. I will. Straight down. That's what so many people ask. They're like, do you oil the pole? Like, is it slicked? I'm like, we wouldn't be able to, like, hold it. Yeah. Uh, my mind is so fucking blown right now. Did you, know, you know, know that? Lotion in the strip only club? because. Yeah, only because Nikki I told me. Yeah. If, you, if you wear lotion in the strip club or anything, like, slicky like that, you're, you're the bitch. You're, like, outcasted for the entire night. Like, fuck you. Oh. You're going to break someone's back because they're going to climb on that pole and they're just going to fall because oh. you had to wear lotion That makes so more sense. Bitch. Because so when, obviously, you'd swing as a kid, I freaking remember getting, like, my thigh literally ripped, like, from wrapping my leg around the back. Like, ripped in half. Yeah. You know, you think about it, you're like, how do they do it? Well, they have poles that are stagnant, too, that, like, don't move. How do you... Yeah, yeah. I and you can still hard. do pole tricks on those. It's just like you have to like learn how to do them in a different way right. on a stagnant pole for them to like come out right. It's so we could go on about this. I know there's there's literally so many turns we could take, but I think the biggest thing I'm taking from the sugaring piece is it sounds so emotionally draining. Yeah, yeah, uh, emotionally draining. I don't know if is the right word, but it definitely is. It takes a toll on like your like exhaustion for sure but I wouldn't say it's like draining um by any means because for the most part like you do allow yourself to enjoy it you know at at the end of the day you're like okay yeah like this guy wants to take me on a date he wants to take me to nice places and buy me nice things and help me pay my bills and and they are genuinely usually pretty kind people like by no means are they like ever like super creepy like you never know if you met them in person kind of thing but like yeah that's so wild. Yeah. Cool. Um, okay. I, I'm like, I'm thinking of so many other questions, but I literally could keep you here all night. So we better <laughs> answer some of the questions <laughs> oh, that no. came in. Um, okay. Did we get through these stigmas? Do we, we? We haven't gotten no. into stigmas no. yet. No. But I Hardly, think that's a good But one. I think. No, I think we pretty much covered all of it. Did like, we? Throughout, like, talking. Okay. Yeah, I, okay. yeah, I definitely I feel like went through a, a lot. Okay. Like, the yeah. drugs and everything like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, yes. Clientele and what were they were like. So, let's talk about each individual thing you've done. What, like, the different clientels were. Oh, my goodness. Um, let's narrow it down. Because yeah. To just, like, for the most part, like, clientele is the same. Okay. Like, you don't, you don't meet a lot of different people doing different sex work things. I mean, other than, really? like... Yeah, I wouldn't because, have I mean... I wouldn't have guessed that. I would have pictured, like, certain type at the club, certain type for sugar babies, and then, like, obviously the certain type for, like, the streets. Yeah. You know oh, I mean, mean, absolutely. There's, like, 
certain types for everything, but at yeah. the same time, there's no, like, exclusive type of clientele okay. that goes for, like, one type of sex work. Because, for example, you're going to go into the club, and you're going to find a guy who's looking for a stripper, who's looking for a girlfriend, who's looking for someone to sleep with, who's looking for someone to, you know, obsess over. Right. You know, mm-hmm. like, it's it's all, like, stripping is, I genuinely believe, like, the center core of sex work, because, like, you see so much of it. Especially mm. in the club, like you see girls fully, you know, yeah. doing full sex work and yeah. doing full service sex work in the clubs and in the VIP rooms. And I mean, that's not allowed in any of the clubs in Portland or anything, but it's it definitely like it looked, happens. It, it happens. Yeah, it's looked past all the time. What's the culture like at the club with mm. the girls? Like, like, are there like a group of you that are really chill, like you that are just like tight knit and like, hey, we're doing this for a season, I gotta make money. And then there's like a group that's like, you know what I mean? Like, like tell us like about the veterans the almost. Okay. So, yeah, you have your veterans. But, I mean, for the most part, you go into a strip club locker room, and, like, during any time of the night, and we're just chilling by ourselves. Mm-hmm. For the most part, it's really chill. Like, you mind your own business? Or, yeah. like, everyone's got everyone's, like... Yeah, like yeah, no. You you mind your own business. Like we we all know each other. Yeah, we, but at the same time, like we're there to work. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then, and like the time that you're not spending like out on the floor hustling, working, and dancing is time that like you don't have to make the money that you're trying to make. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of the times, like it's just girls know each other. Sometimes you know girls yeah. will have clicky conversations, and then they'll. Meet and be friends, and like, like that's how I met my that's little papa. That's how I met my best friend. Two of my best friends, wow. actually. Yeah, no, um, from the club, and just like, both of us like kind of having that mind our business yeah. kind of vibe going on. But I mean, you see all kinds of things for the most part. Just like for the most part, for the most part, it's quiet. Okay. But you see all kinds of things. Like sure. some days, it's different every day. Yeah. Like you don't know what you're walking into. Like every day, it was almost exciting. Like. Who's going to be in the dressing room today? Yeah. What's going to be going on? Because you can't hear or see anything until you get there. And, like, either everyone's chilling, there's either nobody in there, or, like, someone's yelling about something. Yeah. Or someone's, like, bent over, like, trying to grab something out of someone's, like, the JJ. Yeah. Like, you... The atmosphere is wild. I have wanted to start my own podcast about the strip 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 it strip club locker room so many times because just there are I've said stories about just like give us one of the ones that are coming to your mind right now okay so (laughs) oh I cannot wait oh my gosh I can't be too specific (laughs) because you know like I'm sure some strippers gonna listen to this and be like wait that was was the club that I worked at who was this you know okay um Let's I'm sure see. it happens at multiple strip clubs. I'm sure. Yeah. So this they, they won't know. This one was a rough one. Oh, oh no. <laughs> that doesn't think Okay, you know what? This is way more vague. Okay. Okay. Oh, that one's so juicy. Oh, give okay, it. Okay, we're going to go back to the first one. Yeah, do the juicy okay. one. <laughs> so one day I walk into the strip club. It had been a pretty mellow week, pretty slow week, and, you know, not all of us were, like, in the greatest of moods. So it was just a pretty, like, quiet, mellow week overall. And, uh... I walk into the dressing room this day. I, I get there at like 10 o'clock, and, 10 a.m. And I just see this girl, like, y'all can't see, but I'm just going to give you guys a visual here. She's Stop. sitting in this chair like this, and people just 
going over her. I can't find it. And we're like, I walk in and I put my stuff down and I was like, what's going on? She lost her tampon having sex. I'm like, oh, no. I was like, no. Okay, this is not happening right now. So you have three women around this tiny woman all trying to, like, stick our fingers far enough into her Oh, that's really painful. So to try and, like, fish out her tampon that she had, like, uh, yeah, is lodged. And um, so we can't get it, you know, some DJ's calling someone, one of us on stage. None of us are ready. None of us are paying attention. And he comes in and he sees the scene and he's like, what the fuck is going on in here? And we all look, we're trying to get her tampon out. And he just like shakes his head and he goes, he just looks at himself and he's pretty sure he says something to himself like, I can't believe I'm doing this again or something yeah. like Again, oh. he's, he can't believe he can't believe he's doing it again, or like can't believe this is happening again. Can't yeah. believe this is happening. Da, 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 da. So he just tells everybody to move, and he goes, "I've had to do this before." <gasps> and he's Stop. like, and he looks at the dancer. He's like, "Are you okay with me doing this?" She's like, "Yeah." And like, how uh, mortifying! So yeah, he fishes out her tampon. <gasps> he got it. Yeah. That is insane. That's so crazy. I know multiple people have set, have had sex with a tampon in. And, like, got it lodged? I, they, I've never I've heard She said she lodged. slept. painful. She said she slept in it and then... Oh! Like, forgot it was in there. Stop. I'm surprised that thing didn't happen. Sh- the shock. shock syndrome? Yeah. Yeah. The, to be honest with you, the tampon about that story isn't even, like, the worst part. To it's me, the it's guy. being filleted open. And I've yeah. never been right. like, in my, my badge. But, again... Right. Okay. Uh, so it's sweet that he asked. Like, yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is that right. the right term? He's trying to help. Eh, but... trying to help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a good thing he was but there. No, um. With that, like, it, it was she forgot. Okay. So like, this is really weird. I don't know if you guys have ever wondered what strippers do when they're on their period. Yeah. Um, oh, that's a great question. So yeah. I'm assuming she forgot it was there because she had her tampon in the night before. And yeah. what we do is we either like cut the string off, <gasps> or yeah. Or it sounds terrifying. It's really not. It well, sounds I mean, so I guess scary. you just reach in and pull it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. It sounds so scary, but I swear it's not. I was yeah. terrified. I was terrified to do it for the first time. But no, um, you either, like, cut the string off or you, like, wrap it around your finger and you, like, just shove it in there. And it's hidden. Poof. Yeah. Gone. So I'm assuming that's, like, how that it got, got forgotten. Oh. And then she probably woke up and was like, ow. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. The panic. Yeah. That would hit me. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Wow. Okay. So, all right. Let's oh get into why. So, why did you leave each one of these? Oh, my goodness. Well, to be fair, I mean, I never left. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, I still dance every now and again. Yeah. Like, I'm still on OnlyFans. Yeah. Because that's, like, mm-hmm. a huge thing right now. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I'm not necessarily like against the idea of sugaring again if like the right kind of relationship presented itself Mm -hmm. um but I don't think I'd ever do like the full sugaring thing okay just because like that's not something I'm comfortable with but Mm -hmm. like by no means does that mean that's not something that like anyone else should have the freedom to do Mm -hmm. um so really yeah I've never left I've always felt like very comfortable yeah and like kind of keeping it like an on and off kind of crutch almost okay yeah like for sugaring, were you ever on the app or did you just happen to meet somebody in the atmosphere? So, 
the apps, like the seeking arrangement apps That's and like the My Daddy Dom apps or what is it? My Daddy. I don't know. I've only heard of the, the first yeah, one. Yeah, I don't know. It's something like that. Um, they don't even bother, oh, in right. my opinion, unless you're like really trying to go full force, like you've done escorting before and like you're looking for clients. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't suggest it for anybody trying to get started because there's just so many different people you have to fish through to find anyone who's even remotely mm-hmm. legitimate. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I wouldn't even yeah. recommend it. Wow. What do you think is, like, the biggest reason why a woman would do sex work versus, like, wouldn't think of it as, like, a job? Like, is there, like, a difference of, like, thought process? Like, when you think of, like, just women in general that you've met along the way that do these, like, is there, like, a common denominator of, like, I just need to do this to get through? Because me and Jared actually had this discussion once. He made a comment that was so irritating. He jokes about this stuff all the time, but, like, He's like, must be nice to work in a bikini and make bank. And I was like, I, like, I get the joke, but also, like, it's really, and I'm not making excuses. I think women are more than capable of getting amazing careers, not even necessarily having to go to school. Like, I'm I'm a business owner, and I didn't go to school. Um, But I also, to school, (laughs) I don't have anything against school, but, like, I was thinking to myself, it's much easier for, like, so Jared, for example, makes amazing money doing construction. Mm, yeah. Which, sure, women can do construction, but physically, we're not the same as men. It's right. a lot easier for a, me- a man to like find I an entry earlier, level. Like I said earlier, you know, you get the money. Sure, you're making all this money, but what are you compromising for mm-hmm. Jared, for example? He's compromising his, like, physical health. Right. You know, like. Yeah. There's always something. Right. So, like, just because sex work has there's something, too. Like, what makes it taboo? That was off topic. Anyway. No. I, well, even uh, to an extent, your physical health, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, oh, it's, it's absolutely. It's Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, my knees are terrible. Yeah. <laughs> my knees are messed up. Oh, my gosh. I thought you were going to say something else. That's too funny. No, my knees are messed <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah. So, I guess back to my question, like, oh, yeah. do you consider it, like, something that it's, like, a, a season, like, it's a seasonal oh. thing to get you through to, like, next? No. What no, do you no, consider? No. Okay. I would I would definitely consider it, like, it's it's something that a lot of people do, like, for sure, seasonally, like, oh, the winter months, you know, it's harder at my normal mm-hmm. job, I'm coming here to make some extra money, yada, 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 yeah. but for the most part, it's just consistent, like, it's consistent full-time career wow, strippers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's another stigma. Because, I mean, yeah. And, I mean, at the same time, like, you have to think about how else are you going to, like, maintain your regulars and maintain, mm-hmm. like, your image. I didn't even for, think like, about that. Yeah. Okay. So, like, the longer you're doing it, the more your face is known, obviously. In your name. So in your true. name. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, that's a per- – this leads us right into here. So, as a person who wants a family, what are your thoughts on the industry as a whole? Uh, I mean, as a whole, I generally think that, like, it's a positive experience. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to say that, like – if my daughter were to come to me and say that she's a stripper, like, I'm going to be like, oh my god, no, that's terrible. You can't do that. You can't be showing yourself to people like that. I'm totally disappointed in you. Like, I don't want to make her feel disappointed in it. Right. Because, like... You love them. You love them. And you want to accept whatever's making them happy as long as they're safe. Right. And so that kind of just, like, goes along with making sure that they know exactly what they're getting into. You know, helping manage their finances, obviously, because, like... I've done this before, and I know what happens when a young stripper is like, oh my god, look at all this money that I have now, and like, 
I wish that I would have had somebody there that was like, here's how you're going to do this. Like, you're going to save this money. You're going to spend, you know, like, tell me what to do with the money that I'm making because it was so much, you know, like, just make sure they're safe and just generally offer them, like, tips how Mm -hmm. to, like, keep themselves safe, how to make money, how to, like, read clientele. And just overall, like, I don't know. Like I said, I don't think it's a bad thing for anybody to do. Like, had my mom not been so supportive of me, like... I would have done, I would have done it anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like I was already doing it by the time my mom found out and I you know, I it it, it meant more to me to have someone who like supported me mm-hmm. in my life than to have people who were just like going against me and telling me that what I was doing was wrong. Mhm. You know, like yeah. Like you know, you don't want bad things for your family member. Obviously, like a lot of people don't look at dancing or being a sex worker as like the first option. And a lot yeah. of people assume that, like, if you're doing that super young, that, like, you're just giving up on life and you're giving up trying because, mm-hmm. you know, you're just falling into this trap, almost, mm-hmm. is what people think. But, no, I mean, like, it's, I would never want my family to feel like just because it's something I did that they can't do it. Mm-hmm. Or just because it's something I did, they have to do it. Right. You know? So, yeah, overall, I just, you you, you hear every day, like, People, oh, my mom was a stripper, like, mm-hmm. cool, they're super educated on the, they are super accepting of people who are dancers and whatnot, right. so I mean, it's just yeah. one of those things, like, the the, first, you have to treat it like it is. The first thing that comes to my mind, and like, because I think about, I'll, I'll, everything I think about now, I think about, like, okay, if my daughter was doing this, how would I feel, mm-hmm. and I, my first thoughts on it are, like, I want, and I, I mean, even from a young age, because everyone really wants to get married, but I always tell her, I'm like, you know what, like, if you find the right person, that's great, but, like, you focus on you, you know, like, and try to, like, really raise, like, somebody that's, and when you do marry someone, they better be kind, they better be loving, and treat people right, but I think to myself, do you think in that, like, in that career path, is it harder to find, like, a good person, like, a good guy? No. You don't think so? I don't think so. Not at all. Okay. Um, I would say that they're farther and few. Maybe sure. maybe a little harder, yeah. like farther and few, but it's not impossible. Um, I, for example, like I've dated guys and they've been, for the most part, nothing but supportive, but like, you know, every now and again, like something would come up. Right. Oh yeah. But, that's, that's a perfect segue. Unless you had something, what were you going to say? Don't let me forget. I want to get into yeah. like the personal relationships yeah. and how it affects us, but um, what were you going to say, Monique? I was going to say, well, it was kind of like a few sentences back because it's so correlated with stripping with like, oh, she's a stripper. She's going to get into drugs. Like Mm -hmm. that is such a stigma. So that was like a few sentences back. And then I feel like I've heard, and then drug me a little bit forward now, I've heard so many relationships start in strip clubs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my I, God. I feel like I've like heard it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I dated a guy out of a strip club one time and I went on a couple of dates with another guy, but like they didn't work out, but we were fine after that. Yeah. And like, I've met a lot of girls who like met their husbands. Husbands. Yeah. Yeah. Like this one <laughs> girl that always comes to mind, like I'm obviously not going to name drop her or anything, right. but she was like one of the most beautiful girls that I knew. Like she was my favorite girl there. And I remember um just seeing this guy in the strip club all the time and I would like go up to him and like try to talk to him and he'd be like he'd be really nice he'd give me a couple bucks and be like oh you know buy me like an buy me like a drink or whatever and just call it good and like have you know 
good right. wholesome interaction. Yeah. Find out that like he was this one girl's regular forever. Wow. And now they're married and are pregnant. Oh. <laughs> it's like, oh my god. Wow. That's craziness. Yeah. And she's living the life, man. Like he makes really good money. Wow. I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Miracles do happen. Crazy. Yeah, no, I believe that that stuff could happen. So, but let's talk about relationships because right now I'm trying to picture like if I was to do, which wouldn't happen. It's not necessarily, not that I have anything against it. I just personally, like I'm an old lady. (laughs) I'm an old lady. So, and also like, that's just not me and Jared's uh, relationship style. I know it's others, but how has it affected like personal relationships for you? Um, well, okay, so like I said, like, obviously, there's, the, most of them have been nothing but supportive, but, right. you know, some things come up, yeah. some things like jealousy, obviously, yeah. like, um, are you cheating on me, like, those can be a lot of the yeah. questions that are asked in yeah. a relationship like this, but it all comes down to, do you trust this person? And if you can't, like, if you're really, like, if you, if you can't date a stripper, just don't. Like, I don't recommend trying. I don't recommend, like... What are the boundaries that you, like, would put in place? Like, with somebody that you, like, are serious with, are they like, hey, I really am uncomfortable with you doing this? Yeah. And would you be, like, willing to respect it? Like, how does that work? So, obviously, it's a two-way street. Yeah. You want the person that you love and that you're spending your time with to be authentic and be them and not change anything about them for you, right? And so that's always been something that um, has been brought up in every relationship. You know, like, I would hope that you respect how I feel about it. And by all means, I do. But at the same time, like, it's my job. And unless... <laughs> the one thing that really kind of sets a lot of guys into perspective here is I'll tell them, like, unless you're going to start paying all of my bills and taking care of me, like, I'm not going to quit my job. Yeah. You know, I've been doing it since way before I met you. And I, you know, like, I'm obviously still, like, considerate of what they feel. Like, okay, like, Mm -hmm. if you just want me to go to the club and come home, Mm -hmm. cool. If you don't want me to do OnlyFans or you want me to just do OnlyFans, you want me to, like, just do the club or, like, not, you know, like, whatever. Like, whatever helps make you more comfortable, I'm going to try and do. Mm -hmm. But it's something that has become such a huge part of me over the years. And it's it's just, it's not something that I can just give up. Mm. Because if they don't like that I do it. They're not going to like that I talk about it mm-hmm. or that I, you know, use it here and now and again to, you know, save up some money. Right. It's never going to be like an even ground without like having that trust. Like, okay, like, yes, I'm dancing. Yes, you can go out to bars and like do your thing. Don't bring anything home. I don't bring anything home. Yeah. You know, I'm mm-hmm. not out here actually giving these people my number. I'm not giving them any genuine attention. Like, they're paying me to. Right. Do this service. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, like, if, if if that's something that makes somebody uncomfortable, like, point blank, I just don't think you should be involving yourself with it. Sure. No, that makes, yeah. that makes yeah. perfect I mean, sense. Yeah. Because, it, it, like, overall, like, it's, it's, like, been such a big part of your life, no matter what. Like, even if it hasn't been three years, like, it's still going to come up. It's going to come up. Yeah. yeah. Like, my shoes. I still keep my shoes. Mm-hmm. I have Polaroids and Polaroids and Polaroids of, like stripping stripper poles and like me and other dancers and yeah. everything it's you know like it was a very fun part of my life it was a mm-hmm. it is it's a huge chapter yeah of where I'm at now especially going on like six years right and so it's yeah a lot of my friends are strippers it's just like yeah like once you once you are so deep in that like you can't 
Mm. You can't have someone who expects you to, like, change these things about you. You know, like, they're your friends. It's your life. It's your Or just past. completely just mute it. Right. You yeah. can't mute it because that's just, like, your partner who you hope supports you and loves you regardless. It's just shutting a part of you out. Yeah. And that's her. just... It, it, I mean, it goes with any relationship. Like, they... I want you to stop coloring your hair brown because I don't like you as a brunette. I want you as a blonde. Like, you can't tell your partner to do that. Yeah. You know, it's just, a lot of people do. do you and think, it's just weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Devil's advocate here. Yeah. Do you think that, uh, like, it's different because there is, I don't know if you call it a stigma, but, like, there's a, I don't, is traditional the right word either? I don't know how, what, how I'm trying to, like, phrase it, but sex typically is a very intimate And not even specifically sex, but, like, the attention or, like, the clothes you wear specifically for. I mean, and again, I'm speaking off traditionally. I know there's a lot of relationships out there that are, like, there's threesome relationships. There's, Mm -hmm. you know, like, it's not not always traditional, but I think the reason maybe um, why I'm thinking of, like, relationship problems is because I'm in a traditional relationship. So I think of, like, oh, like, I'm super intimate. Like, the OnlyFans. Like, I would love to send, like the person I'm with dirty pics but mm-hmm. it might feel it cheapens it for them if they know that you're also doing it for a, a bunch of right. other dudes you know so yeah. how do you work around that is it just that you have to get with a guy that's like they understand that um I mean not necessarily just like outwardly already understanding like from the yeah. get-go I mean it's something that like most people aren't it's something that most people don't just view as like a deal breaker right. right off the bat they're at least like curious to get to know you and like what kind of person you are yeah at the very least. And so it kind of then becomes like something that you trickle in and then, you know, say things get serious, things get a little bit more comfortable. It's like, okay, well, do you want to do this with me? Like, do you want to be a part of this? Do you want to at least like take the photos or do you, you know, like, do you want to, you know, if I'm, if I'm dancing or something, you know, it's, it's not anything like that, but you know, you could be like, oh, if you don't trust me, like out, you know, come get a drink with me in the middle of my shift. Yeah, you know, like, come hang out. But you obviously, like, if, you're, if your boyfriend's coming to the club, like, you, he cannot act like your boyfriend. Right. And that's going to also be something that a lot of people, That'll like, hard. Yeah. aren't going to be with. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, because so, I mean, they're not, there's... are they not, they're not allowed to touch you in general anyways, right? Isn't that, I mean, <sighs> obviously, there's people getting laid in the back, but it's like. Right. On the Not, on the not floor. everywhere. Not no, everywhere. I'm not saying everywhere. Yeah. yeah, but, you know, I feel like, isn't that a rule or am I making things up? It, it is. It's a loose rule that, like is pretty dancer dependent um so it's like on the floor like no one's groping anyone and like grabbing anyone but I mean like there's some butt touches and like some you know like caresses and like some people touching on each other Mm -hmm. but it's never like groping or like grabbing each other um but especially like on stage like girls will get down like on the chairs and like do little table dances and whatnot and they'll usually kind of touch you then like if you allow them to Mm-hmm. But um, other than that, like touching on the floor is pretty low. Yeah. Um, but then like touching in the back, like once you get in the back, it's totally up to the discretion of the dancer. Mm-hmm. You know, like for me, I have my boundaries. For others, they have their own boundaries, and it's just like me. I just express my certain boundaries with, or I just I discuss these certain boundaries with the partner that I'm pursuing, a relationship right. that I'm pursuing, and you know, like at that point, you're open that, about like what you're doing right at that point it just becomes like a level of trust that you have to build with each other yeah nope that makes perfect sense okay Mm -hmm. um uh we did have the ever had to get physical with customers 
So, but we, I think we kind of already, we already kind of touched on that. You, it, it sounds very like it's consensual. You weren't ever involved with like, well, are we talking physical sexually or are we talking physical <laughs> I violently? Well, I feel like now I, I mean, uh, now it's kind of time to like maybe close things out with that. The, the dark piece to it because I think I think it's it's like I I love getting educated on like the bright side of it right but there is a dark side and right. there is a side that like there's a problem yeah. in the world with women and men like but yeah. mostly I think of women and children that's the majority of sex trafficking yeah mm-hmm. so like what's been your what are your thoughts on that in the industry as a whole like and how we can do better um, I mean, also, like, I feel like it's aloof to not bring up, like, there are people with porn addictions, and there are, right. like, like, that's a very real thing. Not everybody right. struggles with it. Um, and I love embracing and, like, having and normalizing conversations about sex. I think it's important. I think it's mm-hmm. empowering. But I also think if you're going to get into the good stuff, you also have to be willing to, like, kind of dabble in, like, okay, well, what other issues are being brought up, too? Right. You know what I mean? So, what are right. your thoughts on Nothing that? Nothing about, like, anything that I've explained is by any means glamorous, because there is such an ugly side to it. Like, yeah. by no means is it something that I would just look at any girl and be like, yeah, try it. Go yeah. ahead. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to have so much fun, because that's, yeah, it's, it's just not the truth. Um, so, I mean, let's let's start with, what, what do we want to start with here? What do we? What came to your mind first? Oh my god, I don't know so many things. So and I appreciate let's, like, let's start the openness with, about this. Too, yeah, yeah. it's important. Absolutely. Let's just start with you know sex trafficking. Yeah, like there's obviously like a very high percentage of sex trafficking happening in the in you know the uh, U.S. and other countries. Yeah. Um, I know China and Russia specifically are like Oof. really high hot spots. Um, and then California and the United States like mm-hmm. in like very dangerous platforms here and. I mean, it sounds so heartbreaking, but you and I, what can we do about it? Keep ourselves alert and keep ourselves, keep ourselves alert in situations around other people and just, you know, like you, you, you and me as people, like there's only so much that we can do, which Mm -hmm. is super unfortunate. I feel anyway, um... And then when I, I mean, because it's, it's so, one. I know, it's just I so. Did, I feel, oh, what were you going to say? No, you go ahead. No, it's okay. Go ahead. <laughs> this is literally me and Katie right here. You go ahead. <laughs> I forgot mine already. Oh, no. You no, I have a hard time, like, I mean, I 100% hear you. I'm like, there has to be, like, a way to improve it. Right, I want to hear your thoughts on this. Like, well, I don't, and I don't, I'm not yeah. by any means saying I got the answer. I mean, no one does, I, obviously. <sighs> Part of me is like, okay, is there a way in which, I mean, we live in a very broken world. Like, that's just the reality of this situation. Um, I wish there was better sex education in schools to start with. Absolutely. I wish there was more access to, like, it was a lot easier to get access to, like, birth control and things like that. Um, Which is kind of a different, it's not quite the same as, like, sex trafficking, but, like, it's a hard one. It's a real hard one. Yeah. I think that I wish that the censorship that's happened this last year and all the efforts that have gone into, like, political censorship maybe could have gone into, like, child pornography. Like, if if people yeah put a little more effort into that, like, because it's it's sick. 
It, yeah. You know, like, children are not to be... Like, it just makes me sick to think about that. Yeah. And especially, like, I think that, um, for me, I think there's a slow... This makes me so mad, and I think it's a big... Uh, this is a totally almost like another topic, but it makes me so mad that there's a push to have, um, like, an added letter into the LGBTQ that has to do with age. Like, it's okay because... I, I know... I think it's like a an insult to LGBT and all the people that I know that are LGBT like it's a big insult and I think there's like people that are trying to make it normal to like perp on little kids like it's almost becoming Yeah, and oh my gosh, that one specifically just like drives me bonkers because no one in the actual like LGBTQ like is is with this. Nobody yeah, wants nobody's this to happen. It. It's um, like all like, oh my gosh, I can't even, oh my god, I can't, uh, I, I oh think, my god. I mean, I literally could go, there's so many things coming to my head right now to like say that, not even a solution, just thoughts. Um, what are they, like maps? The filters. attracted to something oh, or other. sick. The filters yeah, for little girls. My, my niece is, um, she's 11 and like the Snapchat and like how easy it is for, for sickos to find girls. I had yeah. had that convers I had to have that conversation with my eleven year or god, she's thirteen now. Mm-hmm. thirteen year old niece, like not too long ago and she was like, Whoa. I also Okay, like broad spectrum. Even for boys too, I mean, I'm not gonna go like too in depth, but like I know like a couple of boys not men boys mm-hmm. that are just having a bunch of strangers and multiple girlfriends and nude pics because that's cool when you're 16 and online, but it's you know like, it's online it's on instagram oh, and, but like sure. they don't understand unless you talk to your kids about this they're not going to understand what the dangers are right like if you closet your children and don't tell them any of this because you're afraid of like them getting scared or anything like they should be scared like anyone can be, screenshot be honest some, with you. a woman's photos and like send them to right. you but really it's an old man that's worth right i'm this 13 year old girl that wants to meet up with you a 12 year old boy mm-hmm. and i'm just flirting with you and here we are and it's just like this 40 year old man chad and like let's be honest too um I, and you could totally check me on this um, statistic. I don't know if this is accurate at all, but um, when I worked for DHS, we got emails all the time about runaway foster kids that were really high risk for being sex trafficked. Mm-hmm. And it's these, and most of the time it was girls, like little girls that would run away. Like when I say little, it was generally like younger Six, teens. seven, mm-hmm. or like 14. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Six, seven, or 14. <laughs> I mean, way, that way too yeah. young. Um, but I also think... Uh, there's just so many issues. I'm all about women owning their sexuality. If you want to be a stripper, do it. Like, do it 100%. Don't let people judge you. Don't don't be disrespectful to people that you know are strippers. They're women. They're just as much, uh, they earn respect just like anybody else. Yeah. For me, I also think there's a problem with super sexualized role models for girls. Yes. I'm like, okay, it's cool that Cardi B made a song about I was going to name drop Kim K, but, but like... Yeah. I'm like, and, and don't get me wrong, I love a good reality TV, but I'm an adult. Right. I think I'm not going to lie, the WAP song, like, driving by myself in my car, like, I won't get it, but by no means do I want my 12-year-old niece to get to it, that's you know the, what yeah. I mean? That's where I kind of drive the line with a lot of topics, is when it comes to kids, I'm like, protect them, and like, educate them in yes. a wholesome way. Yeah. Like, I don't need my little girl to think that... Cardi B dancing on stage and like Megan Stallion is what is, is the way to be, yeah appropriate like, you or know like I, what guys want them to look like exactly. that was a big thing too like back when I was growing up and we were growing up and like school was 
you know, Britney Spears. I was going to say Britney Spears. I know. You know, your pop queens. I watched her concerts over and over again when I was little. And it's just, you know, like, that was was one of our main role models growing up. Oh, oh, I love Britney. And this is one of the, like, I just, I want to, like, this is not statistically proven by any means, but I want to say that, like, we have the largest generation of women who have become sex workers. Mm. Like... I it's I wouldn't be surprised, especially considering OnlyFans only is, is a thing. So huge, for sure. huge. I saw an ad on Hulu for OnlyFans. Stop. No, but but you know OnlyFans, it's not just a sex worker platform. You know that, right? No. Um, yeah. So it's it's just a it's like a Patreon. Wow. Or like a YouTube that you have to subscribe to, or like you know yeah. that you can. Yeah. That's interesting. I didn't. Okay, but, like, going back to the topic of trafficking, um, you know, you were saying how, you know, we can always, we can teach our, we can teach our kids all of this, right? Mm -hmm. But when you think about it, the highest percentages of sex trafficking are in these lower income countries Mm -hmm. where they don't have the access to the funds for the, for this education or, you know, they can't, they can't bring their kids to school or they can't give their kids, it's like, like, it's just not available right and, and the protection so, isn't and the protection is not no absolutely not so it's just i feel like the main problem lies within just yeah, i hate that i know and it's just like what can we do about it and we'll look we will saying, look into um we should look into nonprofits and post we definitely should to this one specifically but i specifically to america because it one million percent happens here yes uh, oh 100%. but i agree I, yeah. you're absolutely right we have a lot more protection here and we're um a lot more privileged in that sense but um because i i want to make it so clear that i am very much like you're adult do your thing like you're an amazing person outside of what you do i don't really consider people's work necessarily to be part of their identity you know right. what i mean i'm like you're a person outside of whatever you do regardless whether it's stripping whether it's um prostitution like you're still a person outside of that and plus, if that's what you do, own it. And you're a yeah, professional. Yeah, own it. You know what I mean? But I do think um, I want my kids and I want, like, all the kids. Like, all the kids. All the um, to, to also, like, be... This is so hard because it's almost like there's a switch for me in my head to where it's like, as kids, I want them to have a lot of respect for themselves but even that kind of work doesn't necessarily mean you don't have respect for yourself it's there's a, a fine line between you know wanting kids saying? to know what's going on and wanting to protect kids and censor from children what's actually happening and it's that that's the that's the line that we're dealing with right now where it's like what do we teach our kids mm-hmm. i think it's because you're either because it was never like a huge thing for me growing up like it was not shunned upon but it, it wasn't like taught but now I feel like everybody's like we should teach them and right. this is like about everything like diving like head first with kids that are six yeah. and it's like no that's like not the no, topic that needs to be talked to a six-year-old and that's right. for a lot of things nowadays. they know they have peepees and wee-wees like that's yeah. all they need to know like no one needs they don't to be in elementary else. school and el- right. middle school I, I mean I mean some kids are so young you know you don't want them like hearing the word penis and running around the store penis right, right. like I yeah. did as a kid yeah. but 
<laughs> See, sometimes you just don't want them to know the full thing quite yet. I yeah. think there's a difference situations. between educating and then sexualizing. Yes. Yeah. Because my kids from a, I mean, literally from the time I was changing their diapers, we talk like, oh, mommy's wiping your vagina. This is your vagina. Mommy and daddy just help you keep it clean. And when mm-hmm. we do baths, we talk about it. I like that. Um, really we're just, this is your body. And when you're old enough to clean yourself. And then I, we also talk about, because like, I don't want there to be shame around like curiosity. Mm-hmm either but I also am not going to encourage and be weird you know what I mean right. but like I mean little kids like, oh, yeah, little kids. mommy's vagina right yeah, yeah. you came out of here little kids like they will they like, touch themselves not in, and again not right. in a sexualized they're just way. curious so we t- so I tell everybody I'll be like hey it's okay to touch yourself but make sure to wash your hands before and after and you probably want to do it like in your room or in the bath like we don't want to do that around people because that's your private parts, you know? Like, yeah. But I don't sexualize it. Right. Oh, does that feel good? That's right. weird. Right. And I no. feel like that's what's almost starting to be pushed on kids a little bit yeah. too much. But I'm okay with them learning anatomy. Yeah. And, yeah. and having, like, ownership over their bodies. Yeah, and just having genuine curiosity about intimacy. Yeah. And, like, feeling later. that intimacy. Yeah, yeah, later. But, like, getting there naturally. Mm-hmm. I went to a big school before I transferred to a very, very small school. And I, like, briefly remember, I remember I cried into our health class because it, in a good way, because it hit me so hard. And they taught us about sex and everything because I think it was, like, eighth grade they teach you that. And, which I loved. Yeah, I think that's seventh, great. Eight. Yeah, sex education I think is great, um, especially at that age. Um I think they should also do safety and awareness. Ooh, I absolutely. That's a great. Yes. That is yes. nothing that they, um, like, step on. They do drugs. Uh, what is it called? Celibacy? Is yes. What it is? Celibacy. But also, you know what else they don't talk about in school? Which is ridiculous. What? That they don't teach you that it feels good. Mm. They don't teach you... Like, when something happens, you're going to feel this. Like, this is what happens when you're having an orgasm. Mm-hmm. Like, you you just have to learn that on your own, right? You're like, oh, I've, I've never... I, I don't come like guys, so I've never had an orgasm when, you know, they've had hundreds before. Like, they just don't know it because they were never taught. Maybe mm-hmm. going over, like, the scientific, like, what's happening to your brain when you have, you know... Yeah. Again, or something. that, though, could be... I guess depends on the age. For me, that's almost getting into, like, the sexualized type of stuff. Too. Well, that's also you know when I mean? you have to come into, like, consent times. But also, that's, that's, that's when kids, you know, they become super hormonal. Mm-hmm. And they become super curious. It becomes the age that, like, especially those early teens, like, 11, 12, yeah. 13, it becomes the age you have to tell these kids about these things. Right. Like, yes, what you're doing to yourself feels good. And, yes, the thoughts that you have in your head about, you know, this girl are normal, mm-hmm. but you don't act on them. This is where consent comes in. Mm-hmm. You know, this mm-hmm. is where, like, the straight facts come in about right. what is going on in your head right now. Because you know they're thinking about it. Right. Yeah. So it's like... It blows my mind now You just have to I'm gauge, thinking, like, when the time is right. And I for sure. wish in a perfect world that's 100% on the parents. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with oh, schools yeah. doing, like, some of the, like, science piece to it, but when it comes to, like, the urges the acting on things I'm like I would love for that to be parents but that's not always the case you know what right. I mean so it's 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 a fine line for sure yeah um okay before we wrap up oh what, yes yeah you tell us what like else you want to to add on here is there anything oh specific to like anything specific to that you let's think talk is about how I got into it and like what got me stripping in the first place yeah yes. okay let's do that one um so Back when I started stripping, okay, before I started stripping, um, my sister was a dancer. My sister, she was a twin. 
So she, I want to say she's like, um, 30s. Oh, she is a twin. She's not she, your Yeah, twin. she is a twin. Yeah, I know. I was about to tell, I was about to say her name, like, and I was like, um, no, she, she danced, um, once I was 18, I want to say she was dancing for about eight to 10 years already. So I had been super familiar about it and I had gone through, you know, I said way earlier in the episode, like I was talking about like suppression and mm-hmm. how I felt in the beginning. And like when I was a teenager, like mm-hmm. my sister was this dancer and I had all my own like super negative thoughts about what dancers were and like what was going on in these yeah. clubs. Right. And so come 18, like I'm working two jobs. I'm going through this terrible breakup. I'm moving back with my parents and you know, I just graduated the summer before and things were just crashing. Mm-hmm. Like things were crashing super hard and I did not know what to do. I was miserable. And I like had some friends who were dancers and they're like, well, maybe you should try it. Maybe it's something that you should try, you know? So I call my sister and she, you know, tells me everything you need to know. I go to the, I go to the club that I, my home club was her home club. The first club that she ever danced at was mine. Yeah. So was, I thought that was really cute. Um, <laughs> but, like, yeah. So we, you know, I she told me the ropes. She, she kind of took me shopping, bought me some shoes, and yeah. bought me some outfits, and taught me some, like, pole tricks and whatnot. And I like, went in pretty confidently. And um, I don't know if you guys are, like, super curious about, like, how the audition process works. But you go in. You call, you know, your club, whatever. You go in. You do your two songs. Or you do like a whole working interview, but mostly it's two songs. Tell you do me two what songs. Song you did. Please oh. tell me. Pony by Jenny. I knew it. No, it I didn't even ask for it. I didn't even ask for them to she play told it. Me and that. I was like, like, we were meant to be friends. Yeah. It's my anthem. I know. Yeah. She's so funny. She was so funny with that song, me working at Jiffy Lube. Like, she'd see me all stressed out or something, and then like she'd play in Pony or something. I'm like, yeah, and she's like pointing at you like this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right out the little window. <laughs> So there's always that stigma like strippers make so much money every night, all nights, right? Not true. The first mm-hmm. night that I went dancing, the first night that I ever danced, my first like five hour shift, I made ninety dollars. Ninety dollars. Do you just make the tips or do they pay you hourly too? So you don't get paid hourly. Um you actually pay out to the house. <gasps> you pay out to the house to rent the space, the leasing space. And you write it off on your I taxes. Didn't know that. Okay. You write all of it off so on your taxes. It's like you're a business owner almost. Yeah, you're an independent contractor, 100%. You fill out a 1099 and everything. That blows my mind. Yeah. I had no idea. No, yeah, you pay it to the house, you tip out DJs, you tip out bar, and then you take so home. Oh my whatever. god. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. I didn't know that. Wow. That is just crazy. Yeah. Love that. that Props I love to you. Because that night, is a, that's a hustle. The next that night, is like I made a grand. <gasps> Yes. No, it was like, Started it was so like that. No, <laughs> no, literally, it was my first night. I was like, oh, maybe this isn't like for me. I called my sister. I was super bummed out. She's like, $89, I made $89. She's like, $89. When you think about that, what is that per hour? It came out to like 19 an hour or something. And I was like, oh, okay, well, Which shit. is more than a lot of people. Right, yeah. yeah. So I was like, okay, like, I see you. And she's like, it's going to get better, I promise. Like, you're going to learn more. It's going to just naturally get better. And then, yeah, the next night, we made, like, a fucking rack, and I was like, oh, okay, this is, this is all right. Yeah. But then, you know, you have your, like, new girl money and everything, and yeah. everyone's super excited. You're super excited. Blah. But, yeah. You go do a little shopping spree. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, no, I did. I had, I had a good... 
It was so exhilarating. I like was I worked at Walmart when I was eighteen. I worked at Walmart and I worked <laughs> at Joanne's. That's so funny, dude. Because I fucking worked at Walmart. You're like I worked at Walmart. You're like, I'll talk about the sex work all day long, but I hesitate to tell people that I worked at Walmart. Oh I, okay, but it's Walmart. <laughs> Girls, I worked at Walmart. Uh, like judgment months. here. For like two months, and I worked at Joann's, and I was working full-time both jobs. Oh, my God. And I, like, remember making that $1,000 and just being, like, so mad yeah. that I'd ever worked minimum wage. Yeah, yeah you're like, I am worthy like, so of more. Yeah, you're yeah. like, Walmart, Joanne's, peace no, out. Yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. You'll never see me again. Oh, my god. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. Um, um, any other questions? And then there? it was history I from there. History. Yeah, that, thank you so much. I learned a lot. I would love to have you back on for, like, a strictly sex talk. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would be a real good one. I would love to talk about sex. Yeah, my favorite thing to talk about. I would love that. I and I, I definitely appreciate like how much we got into. Um, and I think we spent a very minimal time on like the dark stuff, and I think it would be important to go over some. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So we definitely should do a part two. Yeah, in the next like. Yeah, we can really focus it on just like the negatives and like the like risks and. Yes. Yeah, more and maybe so. we'll have maybe after we do a little more research on like what um yeah. nonprofits are out there for specific sex trafficking and some statistics and things like that. Maybe we could research it a little more. Yeah, yeah. I learned so much. Yeah, thank you. Good. You're just a total treat. <laughs> Literally learned a ton. I can't Call believe uh, Nikki treat. Nikki You're... treat. <laughs> An independent girl. I had no I idea. didn't know that either. So, so awesome. I love yeah. that. So that tip you your strippers big Tip time. your strippers yeah. big time. We don't get paid hourly. Like, it's literally all tips. We pay That's to crazy. be there. That's I, we pay to be I, there. I, I, I love that. that. Not that, like, if you were getting paid, it's right. Any you're just but really I are love, hustling. Yeah, like, it's like you. It's, you're doing yeah. it for yeah. you. Like, and I mean, you don't you know, show up. Of, right. To, like, get paid. Like, I mean, you do, but, like, it's right. all for you. What like, you yeah, put in it is what you're going to get out of it. Yeah. 100%. So, like, yeah. if you're just laying around in the back or just laying around looking at people, like, people aren't going to approach you. This isn't, like, you know, this isn't prom. Like, right. someone's not <laughs> looking for, like, the sad, lonely girl prom. to get a dance with. Like, yeah. these men are here, and they're here for you, mm-hmm. and you need to go find them. Yeah. yeah. You need to shark this. Like, go find those men. Yeah. And yeah. by no means, just let yourself sit there and get insecure. Because at the end of the day, the worst thing that one of these dudes can say no, or the, the, the worst thing that one of these dudes can say to you is no, and then you say, okay, cool, bye, there's another guy over there. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's another guy over there. And then they're there. And yeah. there. You can <laughs> apply that to dating, too. You can apply that to dating, too. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I mean, okay, yes, there are obviously some, like, gems out there. But yeah. when it comes to dating and, like, meeting people, men are a dime a dozen. Like, there are a few guys out there that are, like, really worth it. But you're going to know when you have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not going to be like, oh, this is relationships, I guess. This is life. <laughs> I guess I just, like, will go to bed again without my husband, like, paying any attention to me, you know, smack my ass and turn me over and say goodnight. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. no, you're going to know. It's not going to be like that. There's so many different guys, man. And if you're staying with a guy for, okay, let me just say, if you're staying with a guy for dick, <laughs> if you are staying with a man for the dick, there is so much dick in this world. Like, way too much to be, like, focused on one i think what yeah. a great ending. like outro yeah. here yeah. yeah 
Endless dick. Yeah. Endless right. dick. Amen. It's right there. Woo! <laughs>